The Last Word with Matt Cooper. We're joined by the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, who today announced a programme of free counselling and mental health supports for primary school children in our schools from September, albeit to start in just a certain number of counties, seven of them. Minister, thank you for joining us. Thank you, What's the idea behind this? Well, I think we're all very conscious. You know, this is a a first step for us. We're very conscious, I suppose, of what children and young people and indeed wider society endure during COVID. Um, But even aside from COVID, um, you know, I I come from an education background myself and I've always been conscious of the the need to provide the maximum supports that we can so that young people can progress to the maximum of their ability. So um, I've been very cognizant for some time that that type of support is not available in the primary schools. Um, So for the first time, we are announcing today a very innovative pilot, as as you've said. Um, There will be two two strands to the um, pilot. So in the first strand, there will be one-to-one counselling provided for students in seven counties right across the country and to all schools within those counties. And this one-to-one counselling will be provided by those who are appropriately um, qualified and it will be on the basis of a NEPS referral. So those that are most in need. Sorry, what's a NEPS referral? A NEPS referral is um, the, the NEPS teams are the educational psychologists who, who work with the department and they work hand in hand with schools both the primary and at post-primary and so they will work with the schools in identifying the young people that would most benefit from an early intervention of this nature. There will be eight sessions provided uh, for each of the pupils The first session and the last session will involve parent and guardians and the school themselves and then the six one-to-one uh, sessions for the, the the young person. So it's um. And it's what will in, be involved in the sessions? What sort of things? Well, happen? you know, it it depends on what the needs of the young person are. So, for example, for for some children, um, we are finding that for some of them, there may well be a reluctance to attend school, or they may have attended school and um, wish to disengage. Or there may be greater degree of anxiousness, uh, you know, uh, around the child for whatever reason. So it's it's to work through whatever those issues might be with the child, but also, you know, to engage with the the school and also the parent or guardian to ensure that you know the supports that might help the child will be also shared uh, in in that capacity with the school and with the uh, with the parent or guardian. So it's. Um, meeting the student, I suppose, at the the place in which we find the student or whatever those issues might be, and if there are. More complex issues or more demanding issues, well, then obviously the appropriate signposts will be provided for, you know, for further interventions. For, from what age in primary school? Well, really, we're looking at, uh, we're, we're open or the, the NEP psychologists will be open to looking at, you know, whatever. It, it, it won't be prohibitive in terms of, you know, wherever a young person is identified by the school. Um, in consultation with the the, the 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 department psychologist, that child will be put forward. But obviously, it's with parental and, and guardian support. Because I'm thinking of you know, maybe fifth and sixth class and whatever, when you have children 11, 12, maybe even getting to 13, that there could be issues, particularly in relation, sensitive issues in relation to sexuality. Are those the type of things that could be well, discussed? I, well, again, I'm, I'm going to say to you, I, I, I think it will be meeting the student or the young person in, in the space that they're at. Um, this is an early intervention programme, really. Um, so whatever the issue that is causing anxiety or concern or difficulty or challenge for the student, that will be, I suppose, the basis really for the consultation. But, I, you know, I would allow the experts in the field there really to, to dictate the type of approach that they will take. But that's just the first strand. There is a second strand as well, which will be um, where there will be a number of clusters identified in the detail and that will come in the, in the coming weeks. Uh and supervised by the 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 education psychologists from the um, from the department from NEPS, 
um, they will specifically work with um, individuals who come from an education background. They may come from a psychology background or a social care background. And there will be an element here of almost upskilling or, you know, um, I suppose, expanding, I suppose, the workforce that we have in this area for our schools. And this particular type of pilot is one that is we see it run in the United Kingdom and it has run well. Uh, but in the round, I suppose, we have an opportunity here to look at two types of pilot, all of them really seeking to to benefit, to support and enhance the experience really for young people. And I want to acknowledge that we have been greatly supported by the National Parents Council who are supportive of this, the Ombudsman for Children. And I think there's been a very broad welcome for, for this initiative. In fact, I suspect one of your problems might be that if it does work and becomes successful, that you might actually have an enormous amount of demand and you might not have enough people to actually provide the services. Well, again, I I suppose I'd be very clear on that. You know, we have seven counties, which was, um, I think, greater than people might have anticipated. I'm sorry, just give the list. Cavanleash, Leitrim, Longford, Mayo, Monaghan and Tipperary are the initial ones. But you'd hope to go nationwide. Exactly. And that's for Strand 1. And as I say, Strand 2 will be identified shortly. And you're you're right. um, There is a need for capacity in this area and I'm I'm conscious of that. So, for example, when we looked at the counties, we, in the first instance, we looked for, um, we worked with the three national bodies who work in this area of psychology. Uh, We asked for expressions of interest and it was very interesting from our point of view to find that there are some counties that are are very well catered for from a counselling point of view. There are others that are not and that made it much more problematic in terms of, you know, being able to work in those counties. So, the second pilot, I think, is an interesting one for us because it will be about capacity building where we will be taking on ourselves staff who come from a particular background, either, as I said, in education or social care or or a discipline that's favourable to this type of work. And we will be in a position to build capacity there as well. So um, it's interesting times ahead. It's, it's, it's a first step for us. It's a, an unprecedented step for primary schools, but I think a positive one. Just a couple of other things as you're there that I would like to ask you about. The Social Democrats leader Holly Kearns today raised the issue in the Doyle of the patronage of schools and with this census showing the drop off of the number of people who declare themselves to be members of the Catholic mm-hmm. Church or that faith that still we have an enormous number of primary schools in the patronage of the Catholic Church and a very slow transition. I think only one school last year divesting. Why is there such a slowness in pace or does that concern you? Absolutely. I mean, it is in the programme for government. Um, We are very committed and I I want to acknowledge the in fairness, the collaborative and supportive approach that is also taken. Um, you know, we're working with the, the bishops in this respect. We have rolled out a pilot um, where there are a number of towns and counties involved in this pilot. Um, we have taken the opportunity uh, as we run this pilot now and is coming to a conclusion to seek learnings from it. Where it And there are a number of those that are in train in, in terms of divesting. So where it worked well and why it worked well in particular areas, where it didn't work in other areas and why it didn't work. Um, and we will be continuing to, I suppose, seek the learning from that. The The pilot is almost complete. So the review will complete shortly and we, we will learn from that. But it is it is an, uh, an objective in terms of, you know, greater choice and opportunity and freedom of choice, I suppose, for parents and guardians. And I, as I say, I, I welcome that there is a very collaborative approach being taken here. But we want to take an approach where, for example, in the pilots that we have run, we, we want 
everybody to be part of the consultative process. In other words, so the staff are consulted, the parents are consulted, the guardians are consulted, the wider community is consulted. Um, and we have been very clear that where there is a demand on the ground for it, we are prepared to, to, to work with people. We've put in independent facilitators, which I think is important. Um, but the review, I, say, I think, will be telling in itself as to how best we can proceed going forward. There's one other thing I want to ask you about because it was a major item in yesterday's programme. St Vincent de Paul we had on talking about voluntary contributions in secondary schools mm-hmm. and quite large sums of money been demanded and enormous pressure been put on pupils and their parents. First of all, why is it that schools still need the money to be topped up? Why, given inflation, hasn't the department given extra resources to the schools so that they don't have to be going to parents asking them the money for basic day-to-day necessities? Well, we have given the extra resources, but just on the first point, I want to be really, really clear on this point. The uh, Section 64 of the Education Act is very clear. You can, it is absolutely prohibited to ask for any fees for um, enrolment in a school and continue to be uh, and continuous enrolment in a school. You you cannot seek. It's happening um, though. We got loads of examples sent in yesterday uh, by well, listeners, I, and sort of excuses made us oh, cover for insurance and things like that right. when it isn't. Okay, okay. so I'm, I'm just making that very clear. Um, that that's the first point. So and what should these, somebody do in that situation? Should well, they contact is, the Department if, of if, Education to complain if there is a specific case where people feel that they are being compelled uh, and not given an option? then I I would invite them to contact the department quite directly. But I I also want to say that voluntary fees are that by their nature, they're voluntary. So if there is an issue, do contact the department. However, I want to be very clear, the department does acknowledge the challenges that schools face and there is considerable funding going into schools, uh, 6.3 billion in terms of just um, wages or salary alone, 220 million around the capitation fee that's uh, that's uh, provided for the number of students that are in a school. But equally, you, you referenced why didn't we give extra funding this year alone? We gave an additional 90 million to schools, which was an increase of 40 percent uh, in terms of capitation going into the schools to, to address, I suppose, issues you know, that they are facing presently. But I want to acknowledge too that schools do do terrific work on the ground. Principals, you know, manage to the very best of their ability. And I would say to principals who would find themselves under additional um, challenge or stress that they might make direct contact with the department. We do have a dedicated unit. It's the FSSU. It's the financial services section of the department. If you have an individual difficulty in, in managing your resources in the school, I would say to a principal, please do come forward. I want to acknowledge the work that they do, the difficult circumstances that they face every single day. And in the main, they're doing fantastic work. So if there's an individual issue, I really would invite them to, to make contact with us. Okay, Minister Norma Foley, thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word in Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.